Hello everybody, getting ready for the next chapter, uh, like I said I was going to do in that little bonus episode, um, it's going to tell you the date of that book, so it wasn't the 60s, this, uh, this other Bible was actually, it's a 1971 through 1972 edition, so it was just after the 60s, it's the New American Bible, it's translated from the original languages with critical use of all the ancient sources by members of the Catholic Biblical Association of America, sponsored by the Bishop's Committee of the Confraternity of Christian Doctrine. Cath it says, it's got a little picture of like an upside down triangle with a dove flying down with it. And it's got kind of like a circle thing around it. And underneath it's got a book with open pages. There's three lines that drop down to it too from the um, triangle and the, the bird. Uh, and on the book, it's open and there's the letters NAB in capitals. Underneath that it says Catholic Bible Publishers, Wichita, Kansas. Uh, then it, it names like, I don't even know what the N-I-H-I-L, Obstat, O-B-S-T-A-T. It says Stephen J. Hardigen, OFM, SSL, Christian P. Sorok, O.Carm, uh, STD, whatever that is, <laughs> STD, I don't know, uh, Imprimatur, I-M-P-R-I-M-A-T-U-R, it's got a, uh, oh, it's got one of those old independent cross looking symbols, and it says Patrick Cardinal O'Boyle, DD. Archbishop of Washington. The copyright is 1970, but this is the 71-72 edition. So, I suppose my father couldn't have bought it before 1970. So, for my dad. I hesitate to say father all the time because we all only have one father. We have moms, we have dads, but there's only one father. So, let's get back into the book here. We are in Leviticus, chapter 12. And Jehovah spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the sons of Israel, saying, If a woman has conceived seed and has become a male, oh, has born a male, not become a male. <laughs> Sorry. In today's woke atmosphere, that can be really, really misconstrued. So let me, uh, let me start that over. Speak to the sons of Israel, saying, If a woman has conceived a seed and has born a male, and she shall be unclean seven days, as on the days of her menstrual impurity she shall be unclean. And on the eighth day, the flesh of the foreskin shall be circumcised, and she shall remain in the blood of her cleansing thirty-three days. Ooh, thirty-three. Well, Masonic number there. She shall not touch any holy thing, and she shall not go into the sanctuary until the days of her cleaning are fulfilled. Her cleansing. Until the days of her cleansing are fulfilled, so the thirty-three days, I guess. And if she bears a female, then she shall be in, she shall be unclean two weeks, as in her menstruation. And she shall continue in the blood of her cleansing sixty-six days. Ooh, it doubles. It's weird that a woman bearing a man or just any child is unclean. It just seems weird. Huh. When the days of her cleansing are fulfilled for the son or for the daughter, she shall bring in a lamb, a son of a year, for a burnt offering. 
and a young pigeon or a turtle dove for a sin offering to the door of the tabernacle of the congregation to the priest. And he shall bring it, he shall bring it near before Jehovah and shall make atonement for her. And she shall be cleansed from the fountain of her blood. Of her blood? Okay. This is the law of her who bears, whether a male or a female. I can say that uh, when I had my daughter, or I didn't have her, my my uh, wife at the time had her, but uh, we didn't do any of this. That's weird. I've never even heard of this. Never, never thought of a a pregnant woman or a birthing woman is unclean. Um, it's usually quite the opposite, right? They've got like a, a glow about them and they're considered, I don't know. <laughs> it's weird that, that it says that, I guess. In my mind, maybe not in yours, I don't know. And if her hand is not able to find a lamb, then she shall take two turtle doves and two young pigeons, one for a burnt offering and one for a sin offering, and then the priest shall make atonement for her, and she shall be cleansed. I might have already read that. Oh, no. No, I came after the fountain blood. Okay. Sorry, I'm losing my place here. Chapter 13. And Jehovah spoke to Moses and to Aaron. Sorry, I had a... Oh. What do you call it? A, uh, a pouch of zin in my mouth? It's not zin, actually. It's on or whatever but for some reason I'm, I'm reading this and it's just burning my throat like I'll get out my goodness they never do that so maybe I shouldn't be doing that while reading this that's out of my mouth now my goodness <laughs> oh my gosh well let's not make that mistake again chapter 13 Jehovah spoke to Moses and to Aaron saying when a man has a rising in the skin of his flesh or a scab or a bright spot, and it shall become in the skin of his flesh the plague of leprosy. Then he shall be brought into the Aaron, into Aaron the priest, or to one of his sons the priests. And the priest shall look upon the plague in the skin of the flesh. And if the hair in the plague has turned white, and the appearance of the plague is deeper than the skin on his, or of his flesh, it is a plague of leprosy. And the priest shall look upon him and shall pronounce him unclean. Okay, that makes sense. You got leprosy. Yeah. I don't think you're clean. I think that's really contagious, too, whereas, like, you know, um, giving birth isn't. It's just weird. It's just weird. I'm not, no comment, you know, no opinion on it. Just, I think that's weird. Um, yeah. And if the bright spot is white in the skin of his flesh, and its appearance is not deeper than the skin, and its hair has not turned white, then the priest shall shut up the plague seven days yeah that's what it says and the priest shall look upon him on the seventh day and behold if the plague stays in its appearance and the plague has not spread in the skin then the priest shall shut him up seven more days oh, oh okay shut him up so they're quarantining him and the priest shall look upon him again the seventh day so the priest was like the doctor huh and behold if the plague has become dim and the plague has not spread in the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him clean. It is a scab, and he shall wash his garments and shall be clean. But if the scab spreads greatly in the skin after he has been seen by the priest for his cleansing, then he shall be seen a second time by the priest. And the priest shall look and behold, 
If the scab has spread in the skin, the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is leprosy. Man, leprosy was a big problem back then, wasn't it? Like, hmm. When the plague of leprosy is in a man, then he shall be brought into the priest, and the priest shall look, and behold, if a white rising is in the skin, and it has turned the hair white, and a living flesh is in the swelling, it is an old leprosy in the skin and his flesh, and the priest shall pronounce him unclean. He shall not shut him up, for he is unclean. Wouldn't they shut the other guy up for... Hmm. Does that mean he's going to die? And if the leprosy breaks out greatly on the skin, and the leprosy covers all the skin of the one who has the plague, from his head even to his feet, to all that appears to the priest's eyes, then the priest shall look, and behold, if the leprosy has covered all his flesh, he shall pronounce the one who has the plague clean. It has all turned white. He is clean. What? Here's more of that confusion I just read into. <laughs> what? It spread across his entire body? So if it hasn't taken over the whole body, you're not clean. But if it's gone ahead and just covered you head to toe, well, you're clean. And in the day, I don't get that. I, I don't get that. Lord, may you bless me with clarity on that. I, I do not get that. Amen. <clears throat> and in the day, he is unclean. Oh, wait. And in the day, living flesh is seen in him. He is unclean. Let me read that again. I got to start that. That just confused me. And if the leprosy breaks out greatly on the skin, and the leprosy covers all the skin, the one who has the plague from his head even to his feet, to all that appears to the priest's eyes, then the priest shall look, and behold, if the leprosy has covered all his flesh, he shall pronounce the one who has the plague clean. But he has the plague. It has all turned white. He is clean. What does that mean? If it all turns white, is that... And in the day living flesh is seen in him, he is unclean. What does that mean, living flesh? Is that like gory flesh? If it... Like, or the white because the scabs healed? And it just left white marks, even if it, like, covered... I guess that's got to be what that is, right? So if the scab spread head to toe, but then the skin turns white, it's it's healed? I man. Okay. And in the day living flesh is seen in him, he is unclean. What does that mean? And the free shall look on the living flesh and shall pronounce him unclean. The living flesh is unclean. It is leprosy. My, I mean, the only thing I can think is that means open sores or open wounds. Living flesh, like you're... But isn't leprosy rotting flesh? Boy, I don't understand that. I'm just going to be honest. I don't understand that. And then the living flesh turns black and shall be turned to white. Then he shall come into the priest and the priest shall look on him and behold, the plague has turned to white. Priest shall pronounce the one who has the plague clean. He is clean. Oh man. So, so I guess white skin in the event of leprosy is a good thing? I mean, I don't even know how to take that. If I wonder if doctors today would do that. I mean, the only thing I can think is that the, they're saying that you're covered with scabs head to toe. Now if they're, they're healing and it, the scabs turn white, 
that's okay. But if they don't turn white, if the scabs just keep, I don't know, festering maybe, pussing? Is that what the living is, that they're growing? Man, okay. Moving on. And when the flesh has the skin of a boil in it, and it has been healed, and a white swelling has replaced the boil, or a bright white spot, very red, then it shall be looked upon by the priest, and the priest shall look, and behold, if it is, if its appearance is lower than the skin, and its hair has turned white, the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is the plague of leprosy. It has broken out in a boil. But if the priest looks at it, and behold, there is no white hair in it, and it is not lower than the skin, and he has become dim, then the priest shall shut him up seven days, and if it spreads greatly in the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is a plague. And if in its place the bright spot is stayed, it has not spread. It is an inflamed boil, and the priest shall pronounce him clean. Or if there is flesh in which the skin has a hot burning, and the raw flesh of the burning becomes a bright white spot, being very red or white, and the priest shall look on it, and behold, the hair has turned white in the bright spot, and its appearance is deeper than the skin, it is leprosy. It has broken out in the bumming? Yeah, B-U-M-I-N-G. But, <clears throat> or maybe burning. Maybe that's an R-N. The R is just so close to the end that it looks like an M. Has broken out in the burning, and the priest shall pronounce him unclean. I'm, I'm guessing pain. I don't... It is the plague of leprosy. But if the priest looks on it, and behold... There is no or is it? <clears throat> there is no white hair in the bright spot, and it is no lower than the other skin, but is somewhat dark, and the priest shall shut him up seven days, and the priest shall look at him the seventh day, and if it is spread abroad very much in the skin, the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is the plague of leprosy, and if the bright spot stays in its place, and does not spread in the skin, but is somewhat dark. It is a swelling of the burning. I think that's burning. The arch on the left side of that M looks lower. That's why I think it's an R. But it's somewhat... Somewhat dark, and it is a swelling of the burning. And the priest shall pronounce him clean, for it is a scar... Of the burning. I put a question on this uh, podcast that just says, um, is the end, do you think the end is near? If somebody that has better understanding of what that, if that word's supposed to be bumming or burning, um, or they could just verify it, you could verify it's burning, that would be a great place to put that response in there so I could see that, because I'm not sure how to, um, I guess I could look at the other Bible and compare them. See if that's got a clearer text. The writing in that is much different, uh, different than this. It's very clean. It's been edited, and there's no. It doesn't have typos in it like this does. Allegedly, now I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying it's not true. We're really trying to cast doubt on it. But these, this book, was all literally typed out each page by a scribe. That's why it has grammatical errors in it. They don't go back and fix them. They don't re-edit it. Like it's written out one time by like a holy person, and that's just it. Errors and all. So, that's what I'm dealing with. It's, it, it gets weird sometimes trying to uh, decipher some of these words. <clears throat> okay. Verse 29. And if a man or a woman has in him a plague, 
in the head or in the beard. Then the priest shall look on the plague, and behold, if its appearance is deeper than the skin, and a thin shining hair in it, the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is a scurf, a leprosy on the head or beard. A scurf, S-C-U-R-F. I've never heard that. I have never in my life heard that word. Oh, I, want, I was just about to Google it or duck, duck, go it, but uh, I can't because I'm using my phone to <laughs> record this right now. So, oh man. All right. Let me write that down. Scurf. We definitely are going to be Googling that as soon as we are done. I always say Google, but I don't actually use Google. It's just, it's just the word, isn't it? For searching now. All right. <clears throat> Where'd the scurf word go? All right, it is a scurf, a leprosy on the head or beard. <clears throat> and when the priest looks on the plague of the scurf, and behold, it is not in sight deeper than the skin, and there is no black hair in it, then the priest shall shut up the one who has the plague and the scurf seven days. And in the seventh day, <clears throat> and in the seventh day, the priest shall look on the plague, and behold, if the scurf has not spread, and there is no shining hair in it. Oh, it doesn't say white hair, it just says shining hair. And the appearance of the scurf is not deeper than the skin. Then he shall have himself, or then he shall shave himself. And he shall not shave the scurf. And the priest shall shut up the one who has the scurf a second seven days. And the priest shall look on the scurf on the seventh day. And behold, if the scurf has not spread in the skin, and its appearance is not deeper than the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him clean. And he shall wash his garments and shall be clean. And if the scurf has spread further in the skin after his cleansing, and the priest has looked on him, and behold, the scurf has spread on the skin, the priest shall not seek for the shining hair. He is unclean. You know, I wonder if this isn't, um, I mean, just, just my interpretation. This sounds a lot like a fo uh, follicular uh, infection, like your hair follicles get infected, bump up and create a, a rashes that they can get really bad if you don't take care of them. They can really mess you up. Um, I don't know that they... I, I mean, I guess it's a bacteria, so I guess it could be contagious if you were to rub it on somebody else. But I don't know how that how that works. Okay. But if in the... In his eyes, the scurf has stayed, and black hair has sprung up in it. The scurf has been healed. He is clean, and the priest shall pronounce him clean. Well, that's weird that it describes the hair popping up being black, when in this instance with the scurf, it doesn't describe the hair that you might find inside of it um, white. It, it says it's shining. That's weird. I don't... What does that mean? Because, I mean, if it, if it meant white, wouldn't they just say white? That. And when a man or a woman has bright spots in the skin, white bright spots, and the priest has looked on it, and behold, there are pale white bright spots in the skin of their flesh, it is a pale spot springing up in the skin, he is clean. So, I, if white breaks out on your skin, you're good. And, you know, I've seen, I've seen, you know, different... Uh, races with darker skin colors than mine that have like white spots all over their skin, right? Like they, there's that one dude I just seen on um, YouTube that's his whole body is just like white and brown. It's just the whole thing's just speckled, almost like freckles, but it, it's 
it's you know it's skin it's pigmentation it, it's really really uh different looking um in a way it's actually really unique it's, it's extremely unique it, it looks pretty cool um but but yeah huh maybe they're it's almost like they're they're telling you that in terms that we would use today like uh eczema isn't leprosy so don't freak out you know what i mean there are some signs as long as the white spots aren't dipping under the skin um or growing funny hairs in it or opening up or becoming wounds uh you're okay which to me kind of sounds like you know psoriasis or eczema or uh, dermatitis you know but I, I mean, I don't know. I just, it sounds like that. And it sounds like they even covered, you know, follicular infections. So that's weird. It's like we're talking about skin contagions right now or, or infections or things and making sure that um, you don't misdiagnose eczema with leprosy. I, that's how I'm interpreting this. I don't know if that's correct. Okay, moving on. And when a man's head grows bald, oh, my head's growing bald. I'm balding funny. I just want to put that out there. The right side of my head, if you're looking at me, I imagine it'd be the left side, but the, the right side of my scalp is actually going, it's balding faster than the left side. In the front. I've just been shaving my head. It looks so weird. It looks so weird. I don't, I've never seen anybody else uh, bald like I'm balding. I don't know. There's no one in my family, nobody I know, um, no one I've seen. Uh, it is weird. It's it's like potentially I'm going to lose all the hair on the left side of my, or my right side when I'm looking at me, but if you're viewing me the left side, I'm going to lose all the hair on one side of my head before the other side. So like, not a cul-de-sac. <laughs> or or imagine, imagine that the cul-de-sac, like instead of it being around the crown of your head, just shift it all the way over to the to, to one side and have it like on the side of your head from your ear up to like the center of your forehead. That's kind of what I'm dealing with. It's, it's weird, but moving on, sorry. <laughs> and when a man's head grows bald, he is bald, he is clean. And if his head grows bald from the corner of his head toward his face, he is forehead bald. What? From the corner of his head toward his face, he is forehead bald. He is clean. That's kind of what's happening to me from the corner. Huh. And if there is in the bald head, or the, my, my head's spinning right now from that. Sorry, I'm slowing down. Uh, the bald head or the, the bald forehead, a reddish white plague, it is a leprosy breaking out in the bald head. Let me read that again. And if there is in the bald head or the bald forehead a reddish white plague, it is a leprosy breaking out in the head or in the bald forehead. Man, I got I got psoriasis and dermatitis in my head. One of the reasons that I you know I keep my hair really short is that what I've always understood to be dermatitis breaks out on my scalp really bad. The longer my hair is, the worse it is. And the only way to get rid of it is to shave the hair off and start just cleaning my scalp. Um, it's at a condition now where it's actually taking way longer. I can shave my head and it's just, it's not going away as fast as it used to. Uh, 
I actually had to go get some medication, try a climazodone ace or something like that. It's it's this ointment that I have to put on my knees where I got the psoriasis outbreak and uh, and on my head. Um, but this description, reddish white, that's kind of what the bumps on my head, you know, look like. They'll they'll start out these little red looking rash things and then they kind of bump up with like a a dead skin that's got a white appearance to it. No one's accused me of having leprosy, though. Boy, wouldn't that be crazy? It is a leprosy breaking out in the bald head, or in the bald forehead. And the priest shall look upon, uh, shall look on him, and behold, if the swelling of the plague is reddish-white in his bald head, or in his bald forehead, as the appearance of leprosy in the skin of the flesh, he is a leprous man. He is unclean. The priest shall pronounce him utterly unclean. His plague is in his head. Wow. I'm going to have to look up pictures of leprosy now just to see what exactly a whitish red thing is. I don't think I have leprosy. It's not spreading, but I think that's very odd. <laughs> I have it. Like, it, it comes down onto my forehead, onto the sides by my temples. It goes down the sides of my, like, uh, both sides of my nose. I have it in my beard. Uh, yeah. Well, I had um, strep throat about two months ago. And apparently strep throat can cause breakouts in uh, psoriasis. And um, so I had strep throat two months ago. And ever since, I've had an alarming psoriasis outbreak all over my body. Um, I thought I didn't know what I had. Uh, it broke out on my trunk really bad. I thought I maybe caught syphilis. Uh, I'm not sexually active, haven't been for years, so I, I was really, really confused and didn't understand that. I didn't know if that was something you could catch from a public toilet. I will use a public toilet. Um, I put the covers down or put you know toilet paper down, but I didn't know. It was just scary, so I, I went and got tested for all that stuff and came back fine. They thought it was staff, so they put me on cephalexin. Uh, for 10 days, four pills a day, and that, boy, that messed my gut right up. But uh, it didn't do anything. It didn't heal anything. So I, I went to a dermatologist, and they said, no, you have severe psoriasis. And that's when I was asked if I'd, you know, recently had strep. And I was like, yeah, me and my daughter both did just a couple months ago. And she said, that, they said, that's directly related. So I'm, I'm kind of trusting that. <laughs> if I'm a, if I have leprosy. I don't think I have leprosy, but that, that would be crazy. How many people have leprosy? How many people in North America, well, like America, have leprosy? I, I imagine if it's from uncleanliness that, uh, you know, south of us, Mexico and South South America could potentially have it worse. Although, you know, my perception of them is that it's a, it's a poorer nation, but the, the more I look into Mexico and a lot of those places, you know, the, the more I think that I could live there, so... I don't know. Anyway, back to it. Uh, as to the leper who has the plague in him, his garment shall be torn and his head shall be uncovered and he shall cover the upper lip and he shall call out unclean, unclean. He has to cover his upper lip. What is that like covering your mouth so you're not spitting? Is that what that means? So you're not spreading? Um, and the days that the plague shall be in him, he is unclean. He shall live alone. He is unclean. His dwelling shall be at the outside of the camp. Yeah, contagions. I guess this 
the, all the quarantining would mean that you're highly contagious, which is completely consistent with what you know medicine says that uh, leprosy is today. So um, my daughter hasn't gotten any of the stuff that I have. She didn't get uh, psoriasis or outbreak or any of that stuff from the strep throat. She just had strep and we both went on antibiotics at that time. She healed fine. I, my skin completely freaked out from it. So um, something that when she gets older, uh, she's still not communicating at that time. She has autism. Uh, she's on the spectrum, but if she's still not communicating at that time, um, it's something that's going to have to be widely, you know, communicated to her doctors and stuff that like, look, this does run in the family. So anyway, <laughs> I've gone so off track so many times here. Sorry. Um, outside of the camp. And if there is in any garment a plague of the leprosy, in a garment of wool, or in a garment of linen, or in the warp, or in the warp, or in the woof, or of linen, I don't know what, in the warp, or in the woof, and that's W-O-O-F, um, I don't know what that means, or of linen, or of wool, or a leather, or in a work of leather, and if the plague is greenish or reddish in the garment, or in the leather, or in the warp, or in the wolf, or in anything of leather, it is a plague of leprosy. And it shall be shown to the priest, and the priest shall look on the plague, and shall shut up that which has the plague seven days. And he shall look on the plague on the seventh day. And if the plague has spread in the garment, or in the warp, or in the wool, I'm sorry, woof, or in the leather, of all that is made of skin for use, the plague is a corroding leprosy. It is unclean. I'm sorry, I'm slow. I'm, I'm wondering if the woof, I'm, I'm trying to think about on a keyboard if the F and the L are close to each other. Is that supposed to say, because they mentioned wool a couple of times and then it's just woof a couple of times. So I'm just wondering if that's a typo, if that should say woof. But I guess that wouldn't explain what warp is. And that's W-A-R-P. I don't know what in the warp means either. Does that mean in the folds? I'm not sure what that means. Yep. All right. Well, it's a corroding leprosy. It is unclean. And he shall burn the garment. Oh, it is burn. Okay. It looks like bum here again, but that's clearly, clearly burn. Uh, he shall burn the garment or the warp or the woof in wool or in linen. Oh, man. See, there's woof right next to wool. <laughs> so I don't know what warp is or what woof is. Uh, I don't know what those are. If you know, leave it in the comments. Uh, in wool or in linen or anything of leather, in which the plague is, for it is a corroding leprosy. It shall be burned with fire. And if the priest shall look, and behold, the plague has not spread in the garment, or in the warp, or in the woof, or in anything of leather, then the priest shall condemn, or command, condemn, then the priest shall command, and they shall wash that in which the plague is, and he shall shut it up a second seven days. <clears throat> Excuse me, my uh, nose running from the, the Zen pouch there. It's kind of an after effect I'm trying to get rid of. Um, that's, that was weird. So the clothes. There's a chance that they would just shut up the clothes and try and keep them? Like that, that throws me. 
I would think anyone that had leprosy, whether yeah, if you saw any of the stains or any of that on there, that you would just burn it. Um, this would lend to the idea, in my mind at least, that uh, clothes were scarce and that they, uh, they didn't want to burn them if they didn't have to. And the, the priest shall look on that which has the plague after it has been washed. And behold, if the plague has not changed in its appearance, and if the plague has not spread, it is unclean. You shall burn it with fire. It is eaten away in the... In its it is eaten away in its inside or in its outside. And if the priest shall look, and behold, the plague has become pale after it has been washed... <clears throat> then he shall tear it out of the garment, or out of the leather, or out of the warp, or out of the woof. And if it is still seen in the garment, or in the warp, or in the woof, or in anything of leather, and it is spreading plague, and it is a spreading plague, okay, if it is seen of the leather, it is a spreading plague, you shall burn it with fire, that in which the plague is. And the... Oh. Rose, go lay down. Apologize about that. Uh, you shall burn it with fire, that in which the plague is, and the garment, or the warp, or the woof, or anything of leather which you shall <clears throat> which you shall wash when the plague has been taken off them, then it shall be washed a second time, and shall be clean. <clears throat> That's weird, but that just lends to the idea that they're really, really not trying to waste these clothes, even if to the extent that. You can just cut the, the stained piece out of the garment and maybe patch it. But but overall, they're treating the clothes, uh, the garments, like they're they're extremely important. And that uh, if you can save them from the plague that you should, which I don't think would at all be something that we would consider even doing today. Um, if somebody had, you know, a highly contagious anything... Pretty much everything inside that house that they came in contact with would be burned up, isolated, uh, or bagged up, isolated, burnt, destroyed, incinerated. You know what I mean? So it's, it's weird that they would take such an emphasis to try and save the garments that had, um, that had these plagues on them. Because, I mean, they're using the word plague, so we're, we're, this is extremely contagious, right? This is... Uh, pus that allegedly can get inside on a garment and then could grow it could corrode the garment so whatever the plague is it's almost like they're suggesting that it can it can thrive or live inside garments too even without a host body which is just weird that's not something i've ever really thought of or heard of um yeah that's weird okay let's uh, wash it a second time and shall be clean this is the law of the plague of leprosy, in a garment of wool or of linen, or of the warp or of the woof or of anything of leather, to pronounce it clean or to pronounce it unclean. That's the end of chapter 13. I'm going to end there just because my brain is reeling from half the stuff we just like read there. I didn't understand it. I did not understand the bulk of what we just read. I'm just going to be upfront about that. Uh, you listen to me try and break some of it down there and make sense of it to my, my modern understanding of what reality is, but there's just so much in here that doesn't resonate 
in any way. I don't, I just don't understand. There's words. I mean, what is the war? What is the woof? Um, yeah, I just, I don't understand. Overall, though, I guess we're, we're talking about a plague. It's not something that's highly um, concerning for most Americans nowadays. So I, I guess I wouldn't be overly worried or concerned about the uh, the idea of it. But, uh, you know, in the future, if America falls apart and our uh, industries fail, we don't have, you know, good running water anymore, electricity, and don't have the ability to clean ourselves in the same way. Uh, they contaminate all the water sources, which is just insane. But it seems like something that's being done. Uh, it'd be hard to clean yourself or to clean. So if you start breaking out, you know, in, in uh, lesions or, or weird rashes that turn white and then indent, you know, be alarmed. And if they you start seeing white hairs grow in those indents, then I guess be super alarmed, right? Um, remove yourself from everybody. But that was, that just hurt my brain. Bless our father in heaven for all he does. And may he forgive me for my confusion. Amen. Amen. I'm, I'm thoroughly confused. I'm probably going to read this again, that both those chapters, just to see if it makes any more sense the second time around. Uh, I hope it made sense to you. I apologize. I was kind of scattered through this, a little off track, but um, that, that's kind of what this is. I'm just trying to interpret everything as I go or make any kind of sense out of it uh, to help me in any way I can or help you. So, uh, wow. Anyway, I'm, <laughs> I thought when we got out of... Uh, Genesis and Exodus, uh, Exodus that we'd start getting into more stories or something that made sense, but we're still really just getting lessons here, right? Like we just got a lesson on leprosy. I don't even know if it's done either, but we're, we're, we're just learning about skin contaminations and, and the whatnot and how it affects clothes and what to do with clothes. And, and it's really weird. The emphasis that they put on saving the clothes, it's not just you deciding or you need to go get a priest. Like, um, uh, you know, for if, if you were to have leprosy nowadays, you would go to a doctor or whatnot. Um, but this, in the same way, it's almost like suggesting that the doctor would also be taking care of your clothes too, checking them out, you know, um, isolating them in a different place to see what happens with, you know, the corrosion of the the plague on on the uh, the wool or the leather or the, the woof or the, the warp or, or whatnot. So it's just weird. This was a weird one. I apologize if you're as confused as I am at the end of this. Uh, hopefully the next couple chapters are a little smoother. <laughs> you know? uh, but anyway, that's, uh, that's this one. Hope you all are doing good. May God be with you. And I love you all. Goodbye.